What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It is Tuesday, March 31st. We've officially reached the end of March, which means tomorrow will be April, which means we would have been very close to the Stanley Cup playoffs, but alas, we are not there. So we have to deal with what we've got at this current point in time. But welcome back, everybody. Hope you all are having a good start to your week. My name is Danny Webster. I'm your host, and I do appreciate you stopping by for today's episode. Uh, before we get to today's topics at hand, which, you know, I guess we're just we're just scratching for topics now at this point. Usual housekeeping items out of the way first, especially to those of you who have stumbled upon this podcast for the very first time. First of all, uh, God bless you for doing so. And second of all, uh, welcome to you, as this is a daily podcast talking about the Vegas Golden Knights here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you consume your podcasting. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockdownVGK. You can follow me on Twitter at DannyWebster21, or you can send an email to LockdownGoldenKnights at gmail.com as well. So big news today. I mean, I guess it's not really much of a surprising bit of news, but the the latest news out of the NHL is that they have uh, extended their stay-at-home, uh, self-imposed quarantine, I suppose, uh, to April fifteenth. Believed it was toward the end of March at first, and it got extended into the first week of April. Now it is at April fifteenth. Um, not really much of a surprise there, considering the fact that we're kind of bracing ourselves for a long layoff as it is when it comes to having no sports in general and especially no hockey. Now we talked a little bit last week about how the NHL is looking to hopefully have arena availability up until maybe August, which, you know, again, I would pay a lot of good money to see how the ice would fare at T-Mobile arena at 110, 115 degree weather, but I digress. So you take that in consideration, plus this self-imposed ban that's already going into April 15th, which, you know, I mean, if we're being realistic, it's probably going to go on a little bit longer than that. Um, you know, I, I can't really see any sort of resolution out of this coming going forward. You were looking at a situation where, you know, the numbers are rising daily. The numbers of deaths in the United States are rising. Uh, the city of Toronto has just uh, put a uh, self-imposed ban of all city gatherings, which I thought at first included sports, but according to the mayor, uh, apparently that does not reflect professional sports. So I guess you can cancel that part out of the window first, but in any event, it's really a situation where, you know, like I say, you take it one day at a time and you hope it gets better, but now we kind of see these dates trickle in and you wonder how long it'll actually take before we finally get to the point where we can start seeing some organized hockey for now a bit. I mean, here in Las Vegas, uh, the governor just enacted a uh, a moratorium on rents and mortgages, which, you know, for a lot of people who are not working right now, that's a very good thing. And at least it helps them kind of stay on track with their finances at the same time. You know, it, it kind of shows just where we are right now as far as a city, as far as a country, as far really as a, as a world, um, hoping that this at least gets put under control at some point. I mean, we're seeing some top-notch celebrities now being caught with this thing. It's 
it's really crazy to see how much it's evolved over the last couple of weeks, essentially. And it was funny because I did a uh, I did a spot on Skype yesterday with the Channel Eight News, and you know we were uh, we were discussing the thought that today they would have been playing the Edmonton Oilers, the Vegas Golden Knights would have they would have been playing the Edmonton Oilers tonight, and then it's like holy cow, we we would have been three games away before the end of the regular season, and we would have been gearing up for a playoff run right now, but. It's crazy that now we've gone a little more than two weeks. We're coming up on three weeks now with no sports, and you're just pretty much hoping for every bit of news and every bit of uh, information that comes your way that can even point to being relatively good. Right now, there's not a lot of that, but at least it's it's promising that you know people haven't been forgotten about as far as the sports world goes. And you know, you heard last week about the the call that Mark Andre Fleury was on and what he's doing to uh, pass the time. I think it was his wife's birthday the other day, and they went on a hike, which was really, uh, really nice, especially given this time of year that the weather is still really cool and Red Rock is still a pretty nice area to be around. Uh, so that was good. I'm I'm enjoying Nate Schmidt's uh, way to pass the quarantine time. I think uh, Discovery Museum here in Las Vegas actually had him on Twitter and he was reading a a very intense reading of some book. I can't remember what book it was, but it was a children's book. And I'll tell you what, Nate Schmidt has been the MVP for how to handle quarantines. When you talk about him hitting baseballs, when you have him doing puzzles, he's painting, whatnot. Going to have to check in with Nate at some point, get him back on this podcast and see how in the world he's even coping right now with literally nothing going on he's probably playing a boatload of video games too for all i know um but one of the things that was were discussed yesterday when i was doing my spot with channel 8 was what could possibly happen when talking about when play resumes uh when the season eventually resumes how will the nhl handle its regular season how will it handle its playoffs and I've seen a lot of different things thrown around. I've seen a lot of uh, I've I've seen a lot of ideas thrown around. One of them being eliminate the playoffs and just have like a best of three type of thing or play in games for all the bottom teams toward the lottery, and then have them get a chance to play for like a best of three to get the uh, to get a chance to get in the final sixteen. I've seen that happen. I've seen the idea of just canceling the regular season altogether and moving forward with just the 16 teams in the playoffs. And I've even seen some that just say cancel the season altogether, which, you know, I mean, I think I can speak for all of us where I really don't think we need to be in that realm of conversation. But I will kind of give my thoughts in just a moment about what I think the NHL should do and I, how I think it would be the best way to approach a playoff series if you wanted to just get away from moving forward from the uh, from the rest of the regular season. And I'll discuss that in just a little bit. But first, guys, of course, before we get into that, we got to talk about Homie. You know about Homie by now. We've been talking about them for a little bit. This new tech company that's here to help making your buying or selling home experience. That much more easier. Yes, these guys have already set up shop in Utah and Arizona, and now they are here in Las Vegas to help make your lives that 
much easier. Homey is assigned with a team of agents to help you with your buying or selling home experience instead of having to deal with high rates, high commission fees, whatever the case may be. They're here to help eliminate that and help you get your house the proper respect that it needs. And right now, you can text the word NIGHTS to 88588 to get $250 off your listing fee. And of course, Homey being a partner of the Vegas Golden Knights, you know if you can trust them, you can trust them on this podcast. So text the word NIGHTS to 88588 to get $250 off your first listing fee. That's Homey, H-O-M-I-E. Text 88588, the word NIGHTS to that number to get $250 off your listing fee. All right, so back to the earlier topic at hand about what I think the NHL should do when it comes to handling the rest of the regular season and finishing out the rest of the playoffs so that at some point this year, in the year of our Lord 2020, a Stanley Cup champion will be named at some point. Now, there are a couple of ways I think about this. If you go with one way, you can go the other. If not, then I honestly don't know a better idea, but I think this is what the NHL should look into. Again, this is my own personal opinion. I don't think there's really, at the end of the day, I don't think there's really a wrong way to go about this, but I think that there are ways that can be a little bit more effective. So here's the thing. I would do one of two things. One, I would play out the rest of the regular season. Now, Marc-Andre Fleury said it best last week in that conference call where we all shared. Goalies are going to need a little bit of time to get acclimated to game competition much more than players will. Now, at the end of the day, I do think you are going to need at least two to three, maybe a whole month, two to three weeks, maybe a whole month to get acclimated back into game shape. Now, you look at some of these teams. The reason why I think playing out the rest of the regular season is going to be probably the idea that we look at come June, July, whenever it is. If this were in October, November, December, if they were 20, 30 games in, I could see why maybe they would just cancel the season altogether. But we're in a position where this league has teams that are 11 games out from completing their whole schedule, as some as few as 68 games played, so they got 14 games to go. It's not like we're in a position where every single team is like 20 to 30 games in. If that were the case, I would say cancel the season, go through an extended offseason for everybody, get everybody revved up back again for you know, training camp or whatever in July, in August or September. That would be the, the big reason why I think you would go into that kind of situation. Now, do I think that that's wise? I think for teams that are far out of the playoff picture, and I'm talking about the likes of Detroit, you know, Ottawa, San Jose, LA, Anaheim, for those teams that are far out in the playoff race, it probably doesn't matter as much. But if there are teams that are fighting for a wild card spot, then I would say, yeah, probably you'd want to, uh, you would probably want to have those teams playing every game that they can to get every point that they can in order to make this season finish off at a more competitive rate. And then, of course, you have the division races that are still tight. Uh, some of them decided by at least one to three points in some instances from first and second place. I mean, it's not that far off. So if you wanted to go that route, 
I don't think anybody would have a problem with it. You would have to go through like another normal or mini camp to get back into game shape and get back into regular shape in general. But it's something I think that can be done. The second thing, the second idea that I have is that if you were to just bypass the regular season and go straight into the playoffs, the only situation I could see is have two play-in games for the wildcard spots. Now, that's going to screw a few teams over, primarily if you look at the Eastern race. Florida's only Florida would be affected by this in the West. I think Arizona would be the lone team that's affected by this. But basically, here's what I'm thinking. You would have two Western Conference games, two Eastern Conference games. The winners of those games go on to the playoffs as the wild cards. The number one wild card and number two wild card would be determined by play-in games. So in the East, for example, you would have Carolina and the New York Rangers and then the Columbus Blue Jackets and the New York Islanders. Now, I I should also mention the best way to go about this is to have these games played in a neutral site. Now, if you're playing these games in a neutral site, couple of things. One, you don't have to worry about favorable crowds. And the reason why I don't say favorable crowds is that you should take the fans out of these games. If you want to have an early practice and make sure that you're still relatively practicing COVID-19 guidelines, you play these games in an empty arena. If you win, great. If you lose, then you go home. But I think that way you can eliminate the controversy because, for example, you look at the Eastern Conference, Carolina and Columbus, both at 81 points, the both New York teams at 80 and 79, Florida is at 78 points. So unless you wanted to give Carolina, say, a bye and have two and five play three and four, then maybe unless you want to give Carolina that job and then you can go best of three to determine the second wild card, you could do that too. But I, I don't think... That would be under that would be under a lot of opposition. So I think if you were to go Carolina Rangers, Blue Jackets, Islanders, that's ideal. Western Conference, kind of the same thing. Now the now the Coyotes are three points back of Minnesota in this ordeal, so it really wouldn't make sense. But you have Winnipeg, Minnesota, Nashville, Vancouver, two very entertaining games, at least I think. And you would have them pretty much go at it. The funny thing is, is that Winnipeg is, or Nashville, Vancouver, and Minnesota all have two games in hand over Winnipeg. So that that's actually kind of funny. But if you were to take this into account, both of those games would be very entertaining. And then, again, the tiebreaker is if the, both winners have the same amount of points, then you go tiebreakers and you would solve it by doing regular tiebreaker. Like whoever gets this many wins in this certain area would have the... Uh, first wild card, the other one gets second wild card. Kind of makes that kind of much sense. Um, but I think that would be the best way to go. Now, the only thing that I that I could understand the opposition from that is that you would have to deal with the fact that these teams would already have one game in, while the division winners basically would have none. But I think it would balance out the competition as far as. You want, you want the top teams in the division to be ready at all costs, right? So you would want St. Louis to play the second wild card, but by the second wild card winning, you at least know that it's a team that has a game in them, but at least you get a little bit more rest, and to top it all off, 
you get to play a team that is kind of on a roll after winning such a high stakes game. If you think of it that way, same goes for Vegas. If they were to play, let's say, who would be the first wild card? Let's say Winnipeg beat Minnesota. So they play Winnipeg in round one. Winnipeg is already a good team. They're a dangerous team. But they, it, it'd be like the NA, it would be like Major League Baseball. It, it would basically be like a play in game, uh, so to speak. And I think if you wanted to bypass the regular season, if you feel that these last 12 games are not really going to affect you, and I mean, you look at the races otherwise. Again, I don't. The only team that I could see having a problem with this would be Florida, but I, even I don't think that unless Florida plays the Rangers in one play in game and then the Panthers have to play another play in game. You know what I mean? That would be the only exception where I could see that. Like you would put the you would put the Rangers and the Panthers in a playing game. So of course, uh, Panarin versus Bobrovsky. Who wouldn't want that? And then the winner of that game would play Carolina in the final playing game, and whoever wins that one gets the, gets one of the wild card spots. I personally would love that, and I personally think that that would also eliminate the fact that you would just get away from these final 10, 11 games that for some of these teams really would not mean anything. I mean, Montreal, unless you see Montreal making a run in these final 11 games, you're not going to see them make a run. Sabres, Devils at 68 points, no one really cares. I mean, the Coyotes and the Blackhawks are really the only other teams in the West that could actually stake claim for one of those playing games. And even then, I don't. I think the Coyotes have fallen out too far to be even considered in this playoff race, considering how well Minnesota has played and how well Nashville has played over the last month and a half. And then you have the Ducks, Kings, and Sharks who are at the bottom of the barrel, and I don't think that they're going to be making a run at any point uh, in the foreseeable future, even though the Kings, have going into the pause, won 8 of 10 and have won 7 in a row. So who knows? Maybe they're, they could make a run in the final 12 games and get up to what, what would be 88 points, which I still don't think would be enough, actually, if you look at Winnipeg and Nashville. Um, but yeah, I think that would be the best way to go. For the playoffs, especially if you're a fan of someone who, unless you're a fan of not playing those final 10 games, if you're a fan of not playing those 10 games, I think that's the best way to go. Get those playing games in, give the teams that have already locked in a top three spot an extra bit of time to rest. And then if you're a two, three, then at least you don't have to worry. You already know who you're playing. It's just basically the top division winners who would have to worry about who they're playing. Now, I could also understand from the standpoint that if you are looking at it from a division standpoint, you want to continue to play those games because you think you have a chance to win those final, what would it be, the final 11 games to kind of make a move in the division. So for the for the Western Conference, for example, St. Louis is only two points ahead of Colorado. Dallas is 12 points back because they've fallen off a cliff. So if Colorado is going to get home ice advantage either way, right? But, of course, they would probably rather want home ice advantage in rounds one and two as opposed to St. Louis, who would definitely get that because they've already won the division. Same with the Pacific Division. Vegas is three points ahead of Edmonton, seven ahead of Calgary. If the season were to end today, it'd be Vegas against one of the the top wildcard, and then Edmonton and Calgary would already be locked in for the second half of the Pacific bracket, which, I mean, is not bad i mean i i think we can all agree that having a battle for alberta in round one would be fantastic uh the bruins are already well ahead of the lightning by eight points i don't think that there's any reason to believe that that would change the metro is where it gets interesting 
because Washington is only a point ahead of Philly, and then Pittsburgh is four points back of Washington. That would really be the only division where I could see my thought process of how the playoffs would play out be a little bit misconstrued. Because you would have Philly being like, well, hey, we've been the hottest team in the league for the better part of you know two months. Why don't we get a chance to knock off Washington and take over first place in the Metro so that we can get uh, two, pl- two uh, rounds of home ice advantage in the Eastern Conference playoffs? I mean, why can't we do that? And Pittsburgh's over there thinking, well, I mean, we haven't been playing well lately. But, hey, we're still pretty good, and if we think we can pass Washington or Philly for second place, we'd at least like to have first-round first home ice advantage. So, I mean, you look at it either way. And I think that, you know, there are definitely flaws with either or. But I'm a fan right now. Before this gets more out of hand than it could be, I think I am more of a fan of just ending the regular season and going straight into those play-in games. Because I, I just, to ask 23 players on each team, especially those who aren't even in playoff contention right now, to ask them to pick up where they left off in with 10 games to go in the regular season, pick up everything where they left off, and then go, go four weeks in and basically play, what, three weeks of, of hockey for some of these teams that it doesn't matter? I, that's why I just can't think that having the regular season go on the way it is would make any sense. So for me, I think just canceling it all together and going straight into the playoffs after after a four-week training camp and getting you rev up for a game thing, could that be a problem? Yeah, because then you're not establishing any momentum in the, heading into the playoffs, which I think is what drives a lot of these teams to their playoff success is building momentum as they enter the playoffs. But, I mean, if you want to really save yourself from having to go all the way into August, play two months of hockey, and then essentially go into another couple of months without really playing any hockey, because you're not going to start the season on time. If we're talking about going arena availability up until August, you're talking about two months worth of playoff hockey plus another two months off before the regular season starts again, which the regular season would probably start in December, which means you would probably have to cut the season by at least 10 games maybe, and then start it up, start the playoffs up in April, hopefully maybe May carry it into June and July. And then hopefully you have enough training camp and enough practice in in there to have a regular season start again in October. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of different ways, and I don't think any idea is perfect, but for me, that would be the idea that I think would work out best. And again, I'm not saying that my way is right and your way is wrong. I don't think there's any concrete way to make this work. But I think for, for the sake of everybody, just dump the rest of the regular season into the toilet and just move on with the playoffs. And that way you can ensure a timely awarding of the Stanley Cup. You can ensure maybe a little bit of time to get acclimated heading into the next season. And then you just try and pick up business as usual as best you can. And I think that'd be the best way to go. Again, I may not be right about this, but honestly, I don't think that there's going to be a majority opinion that is either good or bad, really. So it is what it is. All right, guys. So that's really all I had to talk about today. Um, 
nothing really else to talk about. I think later this week we're going to do a mailbag. I'm going to look into the whole live show thing as well, uh, if that interests you. Um, but I'll I'll be sure to pass along an update when that is available. Um, if you're an Apple Podcast, be so kind as to leave a rating and review. Helps people find the podcast. Lets me know how I'm doing as well, and uh, would be greatly appreciated for one of those five star ratings. Those five star ratings are always good, even if you don't want to leave a five star. It's fine too. Uh, also, uh, yeah, I already said the mailbag, so not also. You already know about the mailbag. Send in whatever questions you want. I'll be sure to answer them. And we'll get those rolling in a timely manner. So that will do it for me, guys. Thank you much for your patience. Thank you for uh, listening, downloading, sharing, subscribing. All that jazz is greatly appreciated. Hope you all are staying safe, staying well. Uh, Washing your hands, using hand sanitizer uh, is also highly encouraged on this podcast. Please be safe. Um, Only go to the grocery store if you need to. Don't hoard toilet paper and paper towels. Don't be a mean person. That's all I will say about that. And yeah, other than that, have a great day. Uh, Hopefully, I will be back on tomorrow. I won't make any promises anymore because I can't even keep up with my own schedule. But uh, yeah, stay safe, stay well. Until then, I am Danny Webster. This has been Lockdown Golden Knights, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. And I'll see you next time. Have a good one.